Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Audible Scripts Behind the Scenes interview. I'm your host, Deborah Mark, and today we are going to be talking to some of the cast members from the Audible Script, Rex Tanner and the Sword of Damocles. Joining us are director Katie Lee, Amy Robinson, who plays Mariel, and Matilda Novak, who plays Dr. Jacqueline Hyde. Welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for being here. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Hello. Thank, Thank you. you, Deborah. This is cool. <laughs> it is cool. My first question is for you, Katie. You've worked in numerous animated projects for more than 30 years, yet this is your first time directing. So what was it like? Uh, first, I was pretty, I was excited that, uh, I, uh, that I got the opportunity to do it. And then I was kind of overwhelmed with the responsibility and uh, really thankful to Will for giving me the chance. And once we got started, um, I just had a blast. It was really fun and the actors were very kind and um, you know, listening to my direction. And I think that we got some really great performances. So overall, I'm, I'm really pleased and looking forward to the next time. So how challenging was it being the director? It was a, a great challenge. Um, it was exciting and it was fun, but starting with casting and um, wanting to use everybody and having to make decisions about casting, that's a challenge because everybody did a great job and I could really see as an actor that, you know, every you can do a really great job and still maybe, you know, not be right for that role or when you're trying to balance all the voices because my challenge was, I, for myself, my personal challenge was to make every voice distinct. So when the listener heard it, they knew exactly who they were listening to and wouldn't get any characters confused with any other ones. I think we at the end, we were really satisfied and so excited about the voices that were cast and the ones that were available because then we had, we had some scheduling conflicts. And then I threw the challenge in as to if we could try to record everybody in two days, which had never been done before. And uh, we had an amazing uh, producer who was able to put that schedule together and actors who were able to cooperate. And that turned out okay. And we were also using some new software to record everybody. We were all in different locations around the country. And that turned out to work out really well, too. So overall, it was a very rewarding experience. Katie, I just want to go back to what you were saying about casting as being one of your uh, challenges. You are a voice actor, and in fact, you're you're talking to us on the phone because you have a, a voiceover gig, so congratulations <laughs> on that. Thank you. Uh, so being a voice actor, you know that obviously you, you take pride in getting voiceover jobs, and you know how competitive it is and how difficult it is. So how explain the process of actually casting for this Audible script. What were you okay. looking for, and how difficult was that? Well, I'm in a wonderful place that I know lots and lots of terrific voice actors. The challenge for this particular project is that what we needed were actors who were available and who had their own home studio. Um, because the way uh, Audible Scripts records, uh, an actor requires. So I know some great people who don't have their own studios. Um, so, and availability, um, of course, is. is was important. When I was looking for people, I had people in mind who I thought could play the roles. I, I think we auditioned, we, we were, um, there was a general audition, but from my own personal list, I think 
maybe 22, Will, something like that, 24 people. And there were actually maybe about 20 boy, 20 characters in the show, 18. So I was hoping yeah. that some of the actors could double up. And it was just a matter of figuring out which person would play which role. Um, and then and then we had some little glitches because uh, some people weren't available. So we had to do some recasting. But I was, like I I was looking for people who would... Um, understand the genre understand the character actually if you want to know the truth i thought gee i'm directing but hopefully i'll find people who won't need much direction from me and i'll just know what to do and i'll just sit back and enjoy the show and was that the case was that the case um for the most part yeah there were some things we we had to work out and i got to you know talk with some actors separately on the side but once we started recording Especially when the actors were interacting with each other, I, I think, and maybe Will will concur, that it went pretty smoothly uh, as far as getting the performances. Once we nailed down the voices and, and the attitude, the tone of the scene. Will? I concur. Okay. <laughs> Short answer. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know you're, you're rushing to your, your VO gig, but one, one last question. Are you going to direct any more projects in the future, or are you going to stick with just being a, a VO talent? I really enjoyed what I did. Um, so I don't know. If the universe would have me do it, I probably would say yes. Yeah. It was, it was really fun, and I'm really proud of everybody and so thankful that they put their trust in my request and, and were available uh, because it takes a lot of time out of someone's day to, to do this. And, you know, um, and, and for the love of the art, there isn't that much opportunity for voice actors to work together. As, as you may know, a lot of times we work in isolation. So uh, the people that were excited were excited because they got to, you know, share the mic or share the stage with, with other people. So, um, I'm just, it's a great opportunity, even, you know, sorry, you got to do what um, you got to do. I get it. My actors, my, my, actually, my husband played a couple roles. That was a challenge because, um, you can't get two people in the booth at the same time and direct his, one of his characters was supposed to be punching somebody and almost got hit in the face. So we got to figure out the logistics for that. If I ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just so grateful that I have, you know, some of the best voice people in the world want to join us on this project. So that made it, you know, who wouldn't want to do that again? All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Good luck with your VO job today. Thank you so much, Deborah. So nice talking with you. Nice talking with you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, now let's turn to Amy, who plays the sleek and sexy ex-girlfriend, Mariel. Amy, what yes. did you enjoy most about playing your character? Oh, my. Uh, well, Mariel was just such a... Well, the entire script, first of all, was just this larger-than-life sort of, you know, everything you've ever heard about, you know, like a 1940s kind of radio drama. And, and it was so all the characters are just huge, you know, and so there and it was it was so well written and it's a great story. And I read the character of Marielle and she is just this deliciously sort of 
very full of herself kind of thing. But, you know, but really underneath, she's kind of more the people of Walmart, you know, and she's trying <laughs> to not be, you know, um, so uh, such a hayseed. Uh, and so she's trying to shed that. And so it was just a lot of fun to really play a character that was just that ridiculously sort of overt and over the top and just, you know, Jessica Rabbit, but with a Southern accent, it was great. What experiences in your previous acting work would you say best prepared you for this role? Wow. Um, Well, I would say probably as far as my acting experience goes, having worked with Katie previously, it was probably the thing that prepared me most for it because I I sort of knew how uh, how she works. And uh, I did an, an animation workshop with her a handful of months ago. And so I know sort of how she does when she's directing and what kind of things she wants to get out of you when you do a read. So I would say that probably prepared me um, more than anything else as far as the acting piece of it goes. Uh, but for playing the character specifically, I would say growing up in Georgia was <laughs> the best thing that <laughs> prepared me for it because, um, you know, I can I can hit all of those all of those nuances of of the accent and, and, you know, and you can sound very Southern and very sophisticated at the same time, or you can sound like a hick, you know, I mean, so, uh, you know, and, and I have people I, I personally know on both sides of, of that, uh, you know, on all sides of that spectrum, really, you know, pick a, pick a person. So, and, and I find that's kind of the best way to derive inspiration for a character is to find someone who embodies that and then sort of make them multiply them times 10 and then you have a character. So tell us something unique about yourself that the audience would be surprised about. No. Oh my. Well, that's a hard question because I so very um wear everything on my sleeve. I am a huge nerd. Um so I loved that was one of the things I loved about the script is that it's it's very sci-fi and it's very cool and and uh um you know, very very sort of geeky and nerdy in that sense. Um I think probably a surprising thing might be that I like to draw and sew. Oh, what do you like um, to you sew? Know, <laughs> I sew the the things I spend the most time sewing are things for my kids. I have two small kids. Um, they're seven and nine, and they I have from the time they were little. I always sew their Halloween costumes, so that takes up. And to give you an idea, I start working on quizzing the kids about what they want to be for Halloween now. <laughs> because you know because you need because a lot of time to prepare time. right and so i'll quiz them and be like so what do you think you want to be for halloween and then i'll ask them a couple months later and if it's still the same answer then i'll start sewing if it's a different answer then i'll ask again in another couple weeks you know because they're little so they're going to change their mind every five minutes but yeah so that that's probably one of the more uh surprising things about me because i don't look like a you know i i, I don't necessarily look or, or act like somebody who would be like all crafty and sewing me but that's probably the most surprising thing I would say do you have any uh VO projects that are uh coming soon um I this is the most exciting one that's coming out soon um I have some things in the works um 
that I'm I'm sort of working with some clients on that are you know it's kind of waiting to see if it's going to come to fruition. Um, but uh, yeah, this is this is definitely the most exciting thing I have coming out. Well, it sounds um, like you really enjoyed working on this Audible script. I did. It was fantastic. I would love to see Olafemi write us a sequel and see if Marielle comes back because I would love to reprise her. She was more than fun to play. So, <laughs> Well, you sound awesome. Thank you Thank so you. much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. This was this was great fun. Matilda plays the cunning villain, Dr. Jacqueline Hyde. What was your initial reaction to the character when Katie asked you to audition for this role? My initial reaction was actually, yay. <laughs> that sounds like fun. It's so much fun when you get to be the bad one. You know, I mean, everything is fun, but, but Wicked is the most fun. That's what I think. And it was. And especially getting to put, you know, an evil Nazi, wicked German accent. That was just a kick. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Matilda, tell us something about yourself that no one else here knows about. Well, I actually am a wicked Nazi scientist. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, something that, well, Katie might know this, but I don't think I told anyone else. I'm a twin, an identical twin. And I have an amazing, incredibly talented sister who's a chef and a restaurateur. And she does all kinds of accents, too. <laughs> so... But um, that's, that's one of the biggest blessings in my life, is my twin sister. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with me about Rex Tanner and the Sword of Damocles. Well, thank you, Deborah. This was, oh, yeah, it was super great. fun. Thanks it so much. It was fun. You're welcome. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Audible Scripts Behind the Scenes interview. I'm Deborah Mark. Thanks for joining us, and remember to ask all your friends, have you heard any good movies lately? Behind the Scenes Interview, produced by Deborah Mark. Original music by Ben Sullivan, available on iTunes.